0: Before we get into the podcast today, we'd like to take a moment to pay tribute to Jerry Burns, a former Minnesota Vikings coach who coached from 1986 to 1991, who passed away on May 12th, 2021. Our condolences go out to his family in this time. Hello and welcome to this is our year Minnesota Vikings podcast. With me again as usual is Carrie Armagost and Austin Suthers. How are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good day today, Michael. How are you, Michael? <laughs> yes, yes. It's um, 8 a.m. It's Thursday. Yeah, today's a pretty special day for one of us. Um, can- Yay! Yeah, somebody I uh, worked pretty hard for something today. Uh, I'm losing it. It's on the tip of my tongue. What is it? Uh, Mikey. I mean, you got
2: up before 8 a.m. Yeah.
1: Mike. Yeah, yeah, that was what it was. Congratulations,
0: <laughs> yeah, meant- Austin. I got up real early. But- yeah. yeah, no, that's... Today, I graduate. Congratulations, Mikey. Thank you very much. Well, anyway, before we get into our main topic of discussion for today, um, I would just like to ask you guys... Well, first of all, let's just... Start by saying the draft is probably the last notable thing that happened. And I would like to ask you guys, are there any notable draft picks that you're looking forward to seeing on the field in 2021? And you can't just say all of them. Well, you can, but that'd be lame. <laughs> you Karen, know, why don't you start? Yeah. All right. Um,
2: Kellen Mond. Come Kel- on. Kellen Mond. In the preseason. Assuming that there's going to be a preseason, which I'm pretty sure there's going to be... Um, Assuming that we have that happening, I'm just excited to see him play. I want to see a, yeah. a a decent QB play our system that isn't Kirk Cousins. I just want to see. I just want to see a little bit of like a possible uh, uh, glimpse into the future. I I'm really I I, I want to see
0: him play. Hey, you're right, and I just I didn't even think about that. I, I didn't even think about like oh yeah, Kellen Mond probably will play the preseason. Yeah, a lot yep. of it. That's really exciting. That's that's something new. We haven't had a new quarterback in a while. So I, I
2: would say in general we haven't had anybody in the preseason that Vikings fans are gonna be like this excited for. Like we haven't had one in a long time where it's like, let's see how this rookie plays and he's gonna get a lot of playing time, I would assume. So
1: I mean, besides Kirk Cousins, who was our longest like staying QB?
2: I just saw the other day that if Kirk Cousins plays this uh, first season all or this next season all the way through, he'll be the first Vikings QB to start Week One at quarterback for four seasons straight in 30 years. <laughs> so who wasn't Warren Moon? It was Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson,
0: Deadpool. Deadpool? <laughs> yes, Deadpool himself. All right, Austin, do you have a pick who you're really looking forward to see?
1: Um. It may be a little cliche, but the first-round pick, Christian Daresaw. Of course. I think he, out of all the draft picks, is going to be the one that can change the team the most right away. Um, I think he fits the position we needed to fix the most on offense. And I think he's just the most well rounded draft pick we got so far this year. So nah. I think he's just the highest turn-up side that we have so far. I, I agree,
0: agree with you. You also can't... Uh... You also can't leave any importance off of uh, Wyatt Davis in the third round. That was a great pick. Great pick by Rick Spielman. Um, I know a lot of like early mock drafts had him going first round. So amazing that we were able to get what a starting Alabama guard,
2: uh, Ohio State. Ohio
0: State. My bad. Thank yeah.
1: you, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I've think, got. I think that preseason is going to be very important for. Testing out different O-line combinations. Almost oh, without this preseason, I think we would be, our O-line would be screwed. At least for the first few weeks, because it'd take a lot of getting settled mm-hmm. in. But this preseason will actually really, really help get these guys accustomed and
1: figure mm-hmm. out who's going to be starting. We saw the damage of not having a preseason last year.
2: Yeah, I injuries
1: it, up the wazoo. Especially Ooh. for the Vikings. We saw how no preseason can affect the beginning half of the season. I think Jefferson would have started week one had we had the preseason. Yeah, Yeah, no No doubt. No doubt. Mm -hmm. I agree. I don't get why we didn't play him until, what was it, week three? Really? He had like
2: one catch, one or two catches in
1: those first two games, but didn't really come out until that Jacksonville, or Tennessee game. Who are you going to throw to, B.B.? (laughs) B.C. Johnson? (laughs) You just spent a first-round pick. You throw to that guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who should be starting week one. Granted, 2020 is done. <laughs> no, it, it's done, and it's not a season that anybody wants to repeat, except for Tom Brady, maybe. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would say my pick for somebody who I'm looking forward to seeing in 2021, and I'm not sure how much how much time they're going to get starting in 2021, but I imagine that they'll get some playing time. Uh, Chaz Surratt. He's a linebacker who we grabbed in the third round. He's an interesting pick to me. He's a quarterback-turned-linebacker in mm-hmm. college. So, I don't he know. He had to read uh, defensive schemes. Exactly. He was yeah. the general of the defense and now the general, general of, the of the offense. Exactly. So, my bad. Switch that around. Yeah, Scratch that. Reverse it. We got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> yes. But, no, I, I'm really excited to see that kind of uh, a strange kind of a player like that. But,
2: yeah, he'll have a chance to... In the third linebacker spot with uh, Kendricks and Barr. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Good
1: people to learn
2: under.
0: Yeah. I, I would assume, I'm assuming Nick, Vigil's Nick Vigil is probably going to be the other yep. starter. That's but what the
2: preseason's for.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we'll, I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing how that goes out. Like the depth at linebacker. I like it.
1: We're really deep at linebacker now.
0: Yeah. And we definitely, we addressed the D line as well. We picked up two defensive ends and a interior defensive lineman. Yep.
1: And getting all the people coming off last season not playing. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And what a better coach to have than Andre Patterson. All right, let's break down the schedule. Starting with week one, it is September 12th. It's an away game at noon at the
1: Cincinnati Bengals. Austin? I think we, we really got a good pick here. Um, if you were to ask me which team I would like to face week one, it's Bengals or Jets. Or the Lions. Or the Lions, yeah. I mean, we get to face them twice, so I guess I don't really care what weeks we face them. But no, the Bengals one, I think that's a very obtainable, winnable game. That is a game we should not lose for, I think, any reason. I think we are a better team all around, almost in every category, than the Bengals. And yeah. I i don't see why we should lose this game, um, especially if we get a preseason we can get all those uh, early season like kinks out. Yep. I think we should be really set up to take this game, especially that's in an a way, and it's in an a winnable game, that's huge. We have one less uh home game than away game, so if we could just win this game right away, it'll put us straight to 50-50 on the matchups for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, Kerry, what are your thoughts?
2: I mean, it's a it seems like one of those it just seems like a trap game, you know. It does, doesn't it, it? Like all this hype going into Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I mean, what if Joe Burrow just throws Jamar Chase five touchdowns right. and just absolutely shreds our secondary? And they gave him a bionic knee. I mean,
0: it's, it's
2: it's just one of those things we'll just have to see. But, yeah, it's on paper it should be a winnable game. We should be 1-0. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a tone setter, that's for sure. Yeah. If we can't be 1-0, ooh, strap in. Feels like it's going to be a long season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. There's no reason that we should lose this game. I think that's pretty cut and dry. Um. Our next game is September 19th at Arizona Cardinals. And might I just add that we have a few uh, road game stretches in our schedule. But they're no more than two games. Which
2: is okay, because with road game stretches comes home game stretches. That
0: is also true. Um, I'll start with this one. I think the Cardinals, I've got this one as a win. I think it's a little bit more challenging. I've got it as a win.
1: Yeah, it really depends on how our uh, pass defense does, our secondary, um, and also we're gonna have to watch Kyler Murray. Dude's quick. I, I don't think I've seen a QB with that leg speed in some time. Dude.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games where, on paper, again, like Cincinnati, it should probably be a win. But I would not be surprised if this is Kyler Murray's MVP season. I mean, I don't think anybody really would be.
1: No, I no, I'm not. I last year for fantasy, I grabbed him knowing that he was gonna blow up, and I think he's just still climbing yeah, this roller coaster.
2: He has not. He, the, he could either plateau this season, have a similar season to last season, or he puts up you know Josh Allen numbers mm-hmm. and then runs for another 600 yards and eight touchdowns. So I don't know. It, it'll we'll have to see, but I'd say chalk it up as a soft win.
1: It's going to come down to if we can stop them in the red zone. Yeah. If we can stop the Cardinals in the red zone, prevent Murray from doing a quick pass, or even having him just jaunt it right on into the end zone, I think that gives us a big, big factor in potentially winning this game. It's going to be harder. Um, I'm excited to see how the Cardinals' defense looks with J.J. Watt being added to it. Uh, We did take their cornerback Patrick Patterson, so we might have some intel and experience to plan against their defense, so that might be nice.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, you know, that just kind of gives Patrick Peterson, you know, like the a little chip on his shoulder, especially for that yeah. game. Just turn, turn it on. Yeah. Turn
1: it on a little bit. I th- huh? th- honestly, I'll call it right now. Patrick Peterson, is getting an interception week two. If you had to, if sports
2: I... betting was illegal in Minnesota, you'd put, you'd...
1: Yeah, I think he's going to turn it on against his old team. It happens all the time with veteran players when they play against a team they played for. There's always usually one big moment that they come in, and I think Patrick Peterson. I would say pick six, but that's getting a little. Oh, he can get into Kyler's head. That's yeah. cool. No, exactly. So I think I, uh, I think that's gonna happen. Um, we gotta watch out for DeAndre Hopkins. Like we haven't. Talked of course, yeah, of
0: course. That uh, that receiving core is pretty good over there. Yeah. No, well, they have it. Christian Kirk. DeAndre Hopkins. They added AJ J. Green. Green.
1: Hey. On a team he's gonna want to play on. Getting, that's one of the best receiving mm-hmm. groups in the entire NFL, right? Don't forget there. Fitzgerald is still there. You can count on him for a few catches. Yeah. With Kyler Murray, with mm-hmm. probably having I would say top five QB on your team as well, yeah, you're you're really looking good. <sighs> oh yeah.
2: That's why I'm saying it's a soft one. I would not be surprised if
1: yeah. we lost that game. Um it, the advantage goes to Cardinals, it is a home game, so Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But well if we can pull that off. I think if we can put a, pull off those first two weeks wins, it makes week three look a lot better. And that is the perfect lead-in
0: to Kerry. I want to hear what you think about our home game versus the Seahawks. I,
2: I'm sick of playing Seattle. I, I'm sick of Russell Wilson. I'm just, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I saw it on, this, I saw it on the, the list of teams we were gonna mm-hmm. be playing. It's at home. That's a lot better. That's a lot, a lot better. better. We don't have to go to Seattle. Play him in those stupid lime green jerseys. I'm mm-hmm. I'm sick of going to Seattle and losing in primetime. Is this a primetime game?
0: It is uh,
2: 325. Okay, so it's probably going to be America's Game of the Week, whatever. Yeah. Especially yeah. if both these teams are 2-0 heading into it.
1: Oh. It's always a good game. Always a good game. Yeah, it's a
2: great game. Super it is. entertaining football. But Seems
0: oh like every year God. we play along with them all the way through, and then they just... They happen to just win. We should buy tickets to this game. Oh, no, <laughs> I want to. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd. am I'm, I'm. I'm absolutely sick of Seattle. This is another one where I would not be surprised if we lost, just because. I hear you. I think DK Metcalf puts up uh, Calvin Johnson numbers this season, mm. especially I, if the Sea. C- I don't. I don't. I can't I don't I remember if the that. Seahawks got enough to protect Russell Wilson. I don't know if they got any. They only alignment. had three
0: draft picks. Yeah. But right. I
2: wouldn't be surprised if DK just shreds this coming season. Yeah. I think he, he I mean, he just ran an Olympic trial. Granted, yeah. he didn't mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. He's coming he into close.
0: year but three he now. But
2: kept up, and my God, I think he's going to be a top three wideout. That's my hot take. He, right. And it starts here against <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> I,
1: I, I like DK a lot. Um, I don't know if he's going to have Megatron numbers. I think he is still pretty easy to guard sometimes. And I, we saw that at the latter half of the season. Once, like, Russ stopped cooking and everything, he really slowed down. And that's just it. I really believe if it depends on what kind of Seahawks are we playing. Are we playing the end of the 20-season 20, uh, 20 Seahawks where Russ was literally just a burnt little flake in a frying pan? Or are we doing the beginning of the season when Russ was a top cook and just dishing out dimes to every receiver on that team? And that's really going to really be the answer. Um... I think it's probably going to be them playing really well due to the beginning of the season. Seahawks usually always start off really well. But no, this... I mean, Kirk has not beat... I don't think Kirk's beat the Seahawks while he's been on the bikes. I'm counting it. But also, Kirk's never played the Seahawks at home while he's on the bikes. That's true. When was the last time we had a home game against Seattle? It was uh, the playoffs, I think. (laughs) When
0: Blair Walsh kicked it? Yep. Uh, Probably. I think that was the last time. And
2: they're going to oh, they're going to show that kick and they're going to show it proudly.
0: Well, they're going to show it and then what's going to happen is our kicker is going to be accurate all day because they showed that. Well, I, do we have a kicker yet? It, we, I think we, we signed a... We signed a... Undrafted free agent, I think. I
1: This
2: is an L. It's, we're either 1 and 2 or uh, 2 and 1. All right, Karen, I'm this a, is where
1: I disagree with you. I'm disagreeing with you, too. This is... This is where we're gonna turn it around, I think, Carrie. I think, especially after the loss last year, there's gonna be no like no error, like no very little room for error. That's what I'm gonna say. There won't be no error because there's nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. We live in Louis the Louisville. one area that I do think we could
2: shred them is on defense. I don't think their I think their defense got worse oh, after yeah. last season. And last season they were rusty. It was a rusty defense. Mm-hmm. They got um. Should, Heel. They got Jamal Adams, I know. Well, they had Jamal Adams, but he...
1: Their defense is old.
2: Yeah, it's old. It's it's the scrappy leftovers of the Legion of Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, The one the Griffin twin that played corner, I think he hit free agency yeah. and went somewhere else. And so, he went to the Jaguars. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we, we have a decent chance to shred this secondary, especially if you know we've gotten all the kinks
0: out. But mm-hmm.
2: I just think Russell keeps up.
0: Here are my thoughts on this one. I think... Out of what? I would Out of the last five or six meetings, honestly, I don't know the numbers. It's something like that. But out of the last meetings, we have lost. And it's been pretty good games over most of those games. You know, it's about time. If statistics should say anything, I think we need a win here. We do. You know, because we've been able to, you know, go toe-to-toe with them the last few meetings. But it just hasn't ended And I, I guess day. it
2: will be the home opener, so there will be... A ton of hype around that. No, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, especially after how bad uh, our home outings were last season. I mm-hmm. think they're going to be putting a lot of emphasis on changing that. And I think having fans in the stadium, which US Bank Stadium, one of the best atmospheres for fans, that's going to make a huge difference. One of the worst
1: atmospheres for your hearing. That is true.
0: That is true. Any other thoughts on
1: Seattle? Yeah. um... This is going to be another game that I think is going to come down to the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter. And this is going to be a game that Mike Zimmer is is going to test his coaching ability. He, I think, for this game, needs to step out of the box he usually stays in. It has not been working. His game plans typically do not work against Seattle. You need to throw something new at them. You need to play safe at the end. Like, if we have an opportunity where it's go for a touchdown and win the game or take a field goal and put ourselves up by eight, you take that field goal. I think we need to... This game should be one of the most important games of the season for us. Um, Because really, how far can we make it into the playoffs if we can't beat Seattle? And that's
0: just it. Because they've been uh, kind of a cornerstone Mm -hmm. in the playoffs for a while.
1: Yeah, most definitely.
0: Our next game, it's another home game on October 3rd. And that is against the Cleveland Browns at noon.
1: Hot take. This is our toughest game of the year. That is a hot take. This is our toughest game of the year, I think.
2: I am looking now. Last time we played was in 2017. Uh, we,
1: so um, it wasn't even against this Browns team then. It's a different Browns team, basically. Yeah,
2: and that's that was the like 0 oh, 16 Browns. Yeah, we we beat them handily. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this game. I do think it will be probably our toughest test.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, if we can stop the run
1: game, I mean, <laughs> then you got the pass game. Stop the pass game. You got to worry about the defense.
0: Yeah, though I know Kevin Stefanski. He runs a similar, you know, obviously he runs a similar oh, offense. And that's in Minnesota, the worst part. It's going to come in with the wor- a vengeance. It is the worst part, but it also gives us an advantage because we're very, very familiar with Stefanski, and he's very, very familiar with us. So in the end, it, that may be a draw. I'm giving this one as a win to the Vikings. I think. So you're saying we're four and zero. I am. I'm saying we're four and zero. I think these first
1: four games, we're going off. I think I honestly it's, I don't know because I think we're facing three. I think the first four games we're already facing three of the toughest teams we have to face all year. Me being optimistic, I think we're gonna go three and one in the first four games, and I think we're gonna lose to the Browns. Me being a realist, I think we'll go two and two.
2: I think we're either two and two or one and three in the first four.
1: You think we're gonna <laughs> lose?
2: I, th- I think this is this is a s- probably the most for sure L. I would say out of the first four, this
1: is the most for sure most likely to be a loss for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. The one nice thing is that if it is a loss, it's in between three-game home stretch, um. So hopefully we can capitalize on that Seattle or Lions.
2: Oh, yeah, games. and then just come back and beat the living crap out of the Lions the next week. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. The first two games are going to be hard just because we're away. And then the second two games of the first four-game stint are going to be really tough. They're going to be full-out... Grudge or not games, and it it kind of sucks that we have to play them in week three because we don't get maybe them being rusty from the off season. Because by week three, I'm assuming most NFL players are gonna be ready to go.
0: You'd think I'd mm-hmm. still rather start off with a win than get our hard games out of the way like week one. You know, if we can start off with a game that we're more likely to win, honestly, starting off with the Bengals. You said it. It's one of the most desirable games that we could have week one. No,
1: it's really good. Puts us in a situation. I think the Cardinals, too, uh, are, is a group that we could beat. And if we can start off with those two early wins in the first four, that sets us up great. Because that just means we need to win Seattle or Browns. And we're we the first quarter of the season is prom. Well, the first old quarter. I don't know how to break this down now. We are into a 17, 18-week season. Uh, but the first four games... We can win those first two, we're great. And then we just need to pick up the Seattle the Browns game and we're still I think going to be winning in our division. Cuz I can't imagine the rest of our division is going to start off for
2: <laughs> Well, how about this last third game in uh, the home stretch here
0: that yeah. we got? Yeah. Yeah, that is uh Sunday, October 10th against the Detroit Lions at noon. That's a W. That's a big fat W. That's oh right. yeah, I'm-
2: i I'm interested to see how Jared Goff plays if he's if he's playing at a me, uh average to above average level, I'd say that there's a chance that he could keep up with us.
1: But I Who's his, who does who does he target though? He I think we've seen Jared Goff. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm not a Jared Goff hater. I think he's a good QB. But we cannot deny his entire time in the NFL, he's been surrounded by good players, good coaches, and a An good elite
2: defense. defense.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean he had Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, which is one of the best receiving rooms. In and the, bread and Cooks for yeah. a while. Mm. And Tyler Higbee yeah. at tight end. What more can a QB ask for? And, I mean, he did get to the playoff. I mean, the Super Bowl, in my opinion, it was one of the worst Super Bowls of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one did suck. He got there, though, so I'm not going to discourage him. He is a Super Bowl caliber QB, but I think it was more of the pieces that surrounded the puzzle than the main image of the puzzle in Jared Goff itself.
0: Also, I'm going to piggyback on that. It seems to me that Jared Goff, you know, he takes a lot. In his time in L.A., he's taken a lot of sacks, he's gotten a lot of hits, but he's still been able to put up pretty decent numbers, like, Mm -hmm. as far as just QB stats goes. Mm -hmm. But I think that is what you said. I think a lot of it was the great surrounding casts, and I don't know that he has that in Detroit now, especially after they... Got rid of Kenny Galladay. Yeah, number one and number two receivers are gone. You got DeAndre Swift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. CJ Hawkinson? I guess. Uh, Yeah. Penny
0: Sewell's going to be protecting him. So, I mean... But did you see Penny Sewell's going to miss OTAs because he got COVID? Of course. That's the most Lions thing that could possibly happen. Their star first-round pick gets COVID. (laughs) It isn't going to be there on time. Okay. All right, so... Our next game, after our three-game home stretch, is on Sunday, October 17th at Carolina Panthers. Another noon game. Austin, what are your thoughts on this game? Oh, it's a
1: win. It's a a win. I'm not really scared of that Carolina team. Um, Their biggest weapon is Christian McCaffrey. He didn't play too much last season. So what else do they have really beside around him? DJ Moore, which is, in my opinion, a kind of inconsistent receiver. And I, I will also add with that, he had a lot of
0: good supporting cast with him as well. Ah, uh, who? Uh, I mean, DJ Moore. The entire, as far as receivers go, yeah. they had a good receiving room last yeah, year. But Robbie they
1: Anderson, mm-hmm. DJ Moore. I mean, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. I mean, and if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, then yeah, that makes him more of a worry, but I think Dalvin Cook is going to neutralize it. It's just going to cancel each other out. And then when you ask me who's receiving group, it's better. in QB groups, yeah. Oh, definitely. Sam Darnold is an unproven QB. Um, that That's going to be
2: a big storyline. What is... What's Sam Darnold going to be up to at this point? Is he going to be any good at this point? Or is this... Are the Panthers
0: literally just going to go 0-17 and then get a QB the first pick. Mm-hmm. I mean I They could. They could because they're in a spot there where Sam Darnold might not be their long term solution. No, he could be. He could be. That's could. what I'm saying. Is it will he put up, you know, mediocre like
2: I'm for instance, Jared Goff level numbers, you know? Mm-hmm. Somewhere it's like, I guess we'll
1: keep him around.
0: <laughs> I mean, how much uh, how much worse than Teddy Bridgewater is he gonna have
1: to be for them to decide that he's not it? Yeah. And the thing is, I mean Sam Darnold, you are on a team that is a 100 times better than the team you were on. Exactly. For you as have a running back. You went from Frank Gore to Christian McCaffrey, for God's sake. You went from Jameson Crowder as being your only receiver to now you have actually DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. I still think they have one more that I'm missing.
0: Curtis Samuel went to uh, Washington. Yep. Yeah, he, he did. He went to the name redacted. I
1: like him. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> you are... You're on a better team, but still, I don't think it's good enough to beat the Vikings. I think he's going to have a lot of first-year like hiccups to get over. And I think this is just one of the easier games of our schedule, especially for an away game. No, yeah, that
2: this is a yeah. We I it's a actually forgot that we played them last season, and Kirk went thirty four for forty five for three oh seven and three touchdowns. So <laughs> I don't think he's really going to have any problem right
0: shredding this Panther
2: secondary. Though no, I no.
0: will say this was one of oh, those... oh this was the BB game. Yeah, this was this was oh, one of those God. games that it was a little bit more painful than it should have been. But again, we chalk it up to bad defense. Yeah.
2: Mhm.
0: And again, hopefully, we just have an entirely new look. At defense. And if we don't, then my predictions are way off. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, So we're chalking this as a W right before the bye week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that brings us to our bye week at week seven.
1: Which I will say we're going to be five and one going into the bye.
2: I think we're four
0: and two.
1: And I've got a six and oh. Jeez. I
0: do. optimist. Yeah, I mean, we got to have it here. But, um...
1: There's some hard games coming up, so I think that's 6 and all probably. End.
0: Yeah, here and let me just say right now, going into week 8 Dallas Cowboys, I have that as an L. I think we have that coming.
1: You think we're going to lose to Cowboys? I do. At I do. Home? I think that's a trap game. At home? Mhm. On Halloween?
0: I do. I think Woo! we're going to lose.
1: It's I, scary. I know, right? No, I think we're going to win. There, yeah. that Dallas defense is bad. I mean, I know we lost to them last year. We right. did, and we yeah, that barely was... beat them the year before. And but last year, I mean, we didn't lose by too much. Wasn't that a pretty close game almost. Let me find out. I thought it was. A, I know felt it was, like it was, it was close. High scoring, probably. It it Most was close. I feel better. like it
0: wasn't that close. I felt like it was a two score lead.
1: I think our defense, could be wrong. Our defense is a lot better. That I think we're gonna be able to stop them more than we could last. Time. Oh yeah, this was one of those dumb games. They were. Yeah, they won by three. Yeah, they won oh. by three, and they we were both losing teams. Yeah, so I think we're going to win this because I think with the defense that we have, if we can play it, nobody's sitting out, I think we're a better team than them. I really, our offense, I think, is better. And like I said earlier, I think Dak Prescott, this is probably going to be around the time if he doesn't get re-injured at the beginning of the season, that he'll probably start to resemble maybe a Dak Prescott of the past. Like I said, it's not easy coming back from a compound fracture injury. Um. Yeah. So they don't have... I'm not putting Dak Prescott at his full capabilities, which I think is going to give us an advantage, because did they have Dak Prescott? No, that was Andy Dalton, wasn't it? Yeah, and Andy Dalton shredded us. Yeah, well, they don't have Andy Dalton anymore. So I think this is actually a really winnable game. I think the Cowboys aren't that good of a team? I really don't think they are. I do
2: think they're overrated, and that'll be one... I mean, I'd say Dak Prescott coming back is probably going to... League-wide, I'd say that's probably the number one storyline heading into the season. I mean, that's what they're really trying
0: to sell is mm-hmm. this is supposed to be Dak's year. Yeah. And if it's not... No, and, and I don't know. I'll agree with you. I think there's a lot of things about them that are overrated. I think, you know, I don't know how much longer... I don't and know how small. much more gas Zeke has in the tank... Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do think that they, they've got one of the best
1: receiving rooms in the whole league. <sighs> it's unproven. It's really unproven. Right. I mean, um, it, still. I mean, but it's home. I'm also giving us that. We have a home field advantage. And this is after a bye week. So, like, we're coming off. of rested. rested. I just don't feel it like this week. It's going to be a bye week. One I, time I feel we...
0: like it's a trap. It's a trap. I've got a 6-1
1: at this point. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in us beating the, I mean, I think, the Cowboys. I think we could beat the boys. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: Five and two. Kerry,
1: Mike,
0: what do you got for Sunday, November ninth at Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, that's a big fat L. That's now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm afraid of that one. No, but I don't want to. I don't want to touch a Lamar Jackson offense. I mean, even with our revamp, revamp defense, that's pretty scary. Yeah, I. There's there's no chance.
1: I. I not say there's no chance. There's always a chance. There's a chance, but, but my God, at home, Lamar Jackson is. I mean, and if he goes and takes a mid-game poop again, we are (laughs) done. We're done for. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think this is a game. Don't get me wrong. I think this is a winnable game. And I know we all chalking this up as a loss already. I think this is a game we can win. Um, The Ravens offense, I don't think is that complete. I really think it's a really kind of like ragtag group that they throw together and they're hoping for it to work. And I also, I have a theory that each season, Lamar Jackson is going to progressively get worse because I think he's kind of an easy QB to game plan for. I I think, if you're asking me for a QB that can throw and run, I'd much rather take Kyler Murray. I think he's a way better QB for that fit.
0: The thing about Lamar is he's just so dynamic, though. Like, he he, he can make those big plays. Like, you say he's easy to game plan for, but I think in the same way, by on a play-by-play basis, he can be, he's somebody who I think can be
1: extremely unpredictable. He can be, and I think... That depends on one thing. How well is his supporting cast playing around him? Because if they're not playing well around him, you don't need to worry about them anymore. You you realize, okay, they're neutralized. They're not doing anything. And if you, they're not being progressive or gaining anything in a positive way, then you can just focus your attention on Lamar Jackson. And a lot of times, I think that's how they typically lose is when one of their receivers, like Hollywood Brown or something, isn't doing well, then he can't throw and then you can... Pretty much chalk it up to it's going to be a run-focused game. Because Lamar, I mean, he doesn't, his arm strength is getting better and his accuracy is getting better, but it's not all there. It is not all there. He is still kind of, I think, kind of relying on his legs a little bit more where QB shouldn't. And I mean, he's definitely the new style of playing where he's going to be running more, but I still think he has a couple of years before he's going to be exactly in his like maturity and prime where he can rely on his full game and not have to just jump from one area to another. Carrie, what do you think? I I do. There's a chance, but
2: I, if I had to place the bet right now, I'd say it was an, It's probably
0: lost. No, I, I agree think most your... people would would say that too. And you know, the more we're talking about it, the better I feel about it. I'm but, just trying to give optimism. <laughs> no, I've still got them down as a loss. I think I've got enough optimism in those first six games. I can use a little realism for this one. <laughs> Next, we've got the Chargers. At the Chargers at 3.05 p.m. on Sunday, November 14th. Uh, uh,
2: uh, I don't know. Is Justin Herbert going to slouch? We keep automatically going to the quarterback, which I think is fair. But yeah, I think Justin Herbert has a really good supporting cast around him. Great I would cast. not be surprised if he was a top 10, top 15, top 15, somewhere in there. Like, he already, number 12 QB mentality
1: what I think safe. last season he was yeah. playing well well
2: i'm saying i don't expect him to have a slouch here. Yeah.
1: i if anything he should probably he should get better at least no, i see him building on this so yeah Oh, i think we're going to win it due to anix ex- um i think his inexperience. i think this is a game where it's you got a young QB versus a veteran QB and i think the veteran QB is going to just be a little more crafty i think this is going to be a game where kirk is really going to step into it and he's going to win it i don't get me wrong i agree with you Herbert has probably one of the best supporting casts around a QB. You have Keenan Allen, a great veteran wide receiver, um, one of the best receivers in the entire league. Um, and then you also have Austin Eckler, who is one of the best receiving backs in the entire league. And do they still have Hunter Henry or do they lose him going in? No, he went to the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, so who are they? Who do they now? Do we know who they have at tight end yet? I honestly don't know. That'll be, that'll be a big one. Um, but I think they could do better because, honestly, I felt like Herbert and Henry just never really connected. And that's something I think a, every young QB needs is a good, tight end, safe option. Yeah, You always have a good, a safe option, tight end, just for the young QB to throw to so he doesn't have to force it down the field or do any ill-advised passes. But I think this is going to be a game we win. I really do think this is a game we're going to win. I think it's going to come to the experience of Kirk. And I think... He, He's gonna time manage, and I think it's gonna come down to we're gonna literally need the ball. I think this is gonna be a game where we're gonna, in the fourth quarter, we're gonna actually win by at least ten points.
2: There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'd say this is a, this is a decently
1: soft W. I'd say this is a win. And I think this, if we win this game, this is a, another game I think we need to win to give ourselves, a, like kind of confidence going into the playoffs because mm-hmm. we can't just be picking up the easy team wins and not be beating these tough teams. We need to beat some of these tough teams early on in the season and give ourselves a name.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, I've got us winning this one, too. I don't know. It's just a vibes thing. I think a lot of it is. You know, just the the team as a whole, I think. The Vikings are a little bit, just a little bit further in their progression, I think, of being, like, more of a well-rounded team because they had very similar... Uh, very kind of similar stories last year. I think they ended with the same record, or mm-hmm. similar records. But either way, I think Minnesota's just a little bit more uh, well-rounded in that. Like you said, you've got Austin Eckler. I think we've got Dalvin Cook. We've yep. got better receiving room. Yep. We have a really good... All right, the game we've all been waiting for.
1: <laughs> hmm. The, home the first shot at Green Bay. Now, if Aaron Rodgers is playing... It's going to be tough. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, I think we're going to split the series with them. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is playing, no. I think we're going to either get Jordan Love or... dun dun, dun Blake Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> the new face of the franchise. They're taking
0: number four out of retirement, there, folks. Right. <laughs> I love it. But no, I think...
1: Uh, we can win this game. I think this... If we could beat Packers twice, I think that really clinches... Well, the if ability. we beat Packers twice, I mean, we should... Win the division. We should win the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think I think we could spend a lot of time talking about our predictions on the Packers games. As I think you could pretty much any year, but I'm with you. I think we split. I think we split the series with them. I think, especially if Rogers is the quarterback. If Rogers isn't the quarterback, well, if
2: that's a whole other story.
0: Exactly, but we're going with the assumption that Rogers is going to be the quarterback. Is. Is going to be the quarterback because he still is. I think yes. I think he will be, but it's a home game. I give us the win here.
1: I don't know because last time we played Packers at home, I mean, what did Aaron Rodgers throw three touchdowns? Well, Aaron
0: to Rodgers could whisper across yeah. the field to, but you also anybody have Davante
1: Adams, who is, in oh, yeah. my opinion, the most lethal wide receiver in the entire entire NFL.
0: Right, but I mean, the Vikings have always been able to go toe to toe with the Packers. It's not been
2: we have been, but I just I.
0: I think we're gonna win. We're gonna, I give them this one at home for sure.
2: I'm, ca- I think it's a loss.
0: I
1: think we're gonna. Uh, I think
2: we're gonna go on a little two-game lose streak here.
1: I'm going on the presumption of Aaron Rodgers is not playing. He's not happy. Even if he does play, I don't know if he's gonna play the full, full season. I could see him getting tired of the team. Something happening if they don't get a few wins early in the season. Trade him at the, before the deadline. Yeah, I mean, week eleven's a long time away into the season. Hell, Kellen Mond could be starting by then. Kirk Cousins could be injured. We don't know. Um, mm-hmm. but week eleven, with how the state of the Packers organization and front offices with player like Aaron Rodgers, I think we're gonna take this. The only reason I see us losing to the Packers is if Devonte Adams goes off. That is, for the last couple seasons, I'm. What pretty- about the run game? I'm not worried about Aaron He's, <laughs> he like, literally a light switch. One game, he'll go off, and the next game, he'll maybe get you 30 yards. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a good running back, but he... I don't get why, like, people are blowing him I up. I get easily scared of these running back by committee teams where they've got three...
2: I mean, we're one of those teams. Mm-hmm. We are one of those teams where we've got two, when we had
1: Mike Boone last year, three really great, serviceable running backs, mm-hmm. so I... I don't know. I, I think Dalvin Cook is going to just... This is going to be a game I think we're going to just take the lead early on at home if we can, and we're just going to run with it. And when we're looking at our teams, I think Packers got way, way worse than they were last season. And the Vikings, I think, got better. I think we improved from last, uh, dramatically. Our defense, mm-hmm. especially, and our offense, too, has got better, especially with that key, adding a key couple linesmen. But the Packers, their offense, what's the biggest thing that happened to their offense? We found out that their star player might not be playing next season.
0: Right, and they used their first-round pick to draft a cornerback as a way of convincing him to
1: stay. Mm-hmm. And now they're signing Blake Bortles. That doesn't give me any reassurance that Aaron Rodgers is playing next year. When they're signing another backup QB, it sounds like they don't know what they're doing. So, honestly, I think Green Bay Packers, they're coming in third Fourth in the division this year.
0: Wow. 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 Third I can see. Fourth is a that's that's a long shot, but I like your enthusiasm. Um, any other thoughts on this first Packers game? Or might I add, it is a noon game. Kirk
1: Kirk does well at, at noon. I'm saying <laughs> I think we're taking the W on the Packers.
0: Yeah. I do too. Okay, so. We've got, for week 12, Sunday, November 28th, an away game at San Francisco 49ers, 325 p.m.
1: This is an L for me. It's a game I'm worried about, too. I,
0: they're just such a well-rounded team. I don't know. We typically don't do well in San Francisco, either. No. Last time, that divisional playoff game. Yeah. What, we scored on the opening drive and couldn't score again? Yeah, This I'm not...
2: Not super happy about this one. No, and
0: I uh, don't I don't want to spend too much time on this one because it's I just going to make me sad. I
1: got a couple things to say about this. Go for it. Um, Trey Lance is starting. We have a young QB we can potentially take advantage of. That's pretty big. It's a new QB. Um, the team took a lot of injuries last year. Mm. So... It's going to be a weird team this year. Yeah, this is a off.
2: this one's so difficult to predict just because
0: this is a brand new San Francisco team. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the thing about that whole division is like, I feel like that division more than most, you can put any team in any ranking order and it makes sense, I think, yeah. for any given year. Like, we saw it. San Francisco went to the Super Bowl and then we're, what, finished fourth in their division. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Oof. honestly, I think we could take this one. Um, I think 49ers, they're in one of the toughest divisions of the entire NFL with Seattle, Rams, and Cardinals. All four of those teams could be a a deep playoff threat team right now. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of think we could take this one. I want to look at their schedule and see what their weeks coming into this one before are. Because that could change a lot. Like, they could have maybe a couple divisional games before this and they might use all their gas on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is pretty late in the season. We're into week 12, so we there's gonna be injuries to factor for there's gonna be um drama on teams there's gonna be a whole bunch of new stuff but I actually think we could take this team it's gonna be a tough game I don't think it's one of our toughest games I won't even put it in the top three toughest games of the season but I think we could pull this one off and I actually do think we're gonna win this one.
0: Ooh. okay
2: huh <sighs> Austin the optimist
1: yeah Kerry did you do you not
0: think we're gonna win this no, one No,
2: I do not I do not think it's a win. I don't like going to San Francisco. I They're going to keep showing clips from that divisional game. Um, Kirk's just not going to be in the right mindset. I'm Towards the end of the season here, I'm going to start factoring a couple fatigue games in where,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, if we put them week one, they'd be wins, but I'm really going to factor in injuries and late season fatigue and just coaching mistakes. I'm factoring all those things in. And I don't think you, I don't think you guys are ready for some of my predictions coming up.
0: Oh boy. You know, I I think that's, that's also part of this too. I just don't feel it. You know, we're coming into week 12 here at this point and I've got us, you know, it's a, it's a pretty liberal (laughs) record that I have here right now. We're sitting eight and three after this game.
2: I have a six and five.
0: Yeah. that's. I got us at nine and two boys. Hey, you know, (laughs) we can hope for the best.
1: Well, I think we really, a lot of our hardest games are in the first four weeks. We have, I think our three I completely hardest, disagree. I think our three hardest games are week two through week four. I completely disagree. All
0: right, let's 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 move on. We'll get into that. Uh, week 13, Sunday, December 5th at Detroit Lions at noon. I don't even want to spend any
1: time on That's this one. This is a win. I think all the Detroit games are it's winning. It's a trap year. game. I mean, yes. Yeah, I would not is...
2: be surprised if there was some sort of late game fumble or mistake or something where we end up losing this game. I would not be surprised.
0: I would be surprised,
2: but. (laughs) I will count it for now, but it's I'm less optimistic than I probably should be.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it's the Lions. Mm
1: -hmm. We should win.
0: We should win. There's no reason. So we'll just move right on to week 14, and that is a Thursday night football, December 9th against the Pittsburgh Steelers at 7:30 p.m. That's going to be a loss.
2: Prime Time Kirk against the uh the Pittsburgh TikTokers. I'm counting this one as an L.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be an ugly loss. I agree with you, Carrie. I think I think this is going to be we're not going to lose because they play better than us. I think this is going to be a late season game. I have a feeling Cook is probably going to be sitting out one of these late—week 13 through 15. Probably not 13 or 14. Honestly, I could see him sitting out week 14. I think it works in between two divisional games. Give him rest after the Lions game right before going into the first Bears game. So he's never played a full season, and I have have to believe this is going to be one of the games we may sit a couple of our starters and let them rest um, Before before a push. Yeah, especially before that Bears game cuz we haven't played cuz week 16 is the first time we face the Bears. I think we're going to give Cook a rest potentially week 14 because that Bears game is huge cuz really I think the division is going to be sided in the last 4 weeks between us and the Bears. Yeah. We don't have to face them literally until week that is interesting 16. That,
2: that is interesting that you I say mean, that 15. though because there's there's going to be te- there are players that are not happy about the Longer season, mm-hmm. and they're going to be wanting to sit at certain points, especially mm-hmm. in scenarios like this where we might need to. You know, we're sitting at seven and five. You know, maybe need to. Make right, a- we've still
0: got three playoff games left, and we don't have a lot of time yeah. left in the season. It's like very important.
1: And what's more important, winning against Steelers or potentially winning against the Bears? You got to take that Bears win over the Steelers win.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll still. I'm still giving us this win. I, I say we, I, I don't know. So you think
1: we're 10-3 and three after this game? I do. I think we're 10-3 and three after this game, too.
0: Different routes,
1: but the same destination. I think we're 10-3. and three. Uh, We're going to have to sit Cook, because he, I don't think he's ever played a full season. And nothing against him, because I know there's other reasons. It's not always injury. But I think if there's a game we're going to have to sit him, it's either going to be week 12... Or it's going to be week 14.
0: Right. If the season goes without a hitch, you know, and if it's looking like, you know, maybe we're going to need a break. I can see that happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Potentially. But yeah. that's a big what if.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think more than anything, I think Dalvin's the kind of guy, he'll get out and play if he can. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and I I respect that about him. But your approach to that, it's not a dumb approach. It's like... It's probably a smarter thing. The thing is, I feel like, you know, a lot of the... And you can't blame the players either. They just want to put up their their best all the time. Yep. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it may be a smarter approach sometimes to just save it, especially for these end games. I think
1: Cook understands. And, I mean, it's not... This isn't going to be the first time. I think he he knows his, like, how far he can push himself and stuff. But I really do think he's going to have to sit out a, a game or two just for his personal health. But now, after this Steelers game, these next four games are the most important games of the entire season. These four games are going to decide whether we go to the playoffs or we don't, in my opinion. These, These next four games are the ones that actually really, really matter.
0: So, our next game is an away game. Monday Night Football at Soldier Field. And I've got this one as a loss because... I just feel like we're gonna, if we're going to split with them, I think, and I do think we will split with the Bears. I, I think do. we're more likely to win at home, and I think, you know, whatever. That's the safe bet. Mm-hmm. But I've got this one as a loss, even though I think the last two Monday night footballs that we've had against them or the last two primetime games that we've had against them, I think we did win. Mm-hmm.
2: In this Justin
0: Fields-led
1: offense, which it will be at this point. Yes, it will. Um, no doubt no doubt at all. He's going to be starting at the beginning of the season. I don't care what people say. He is going to be the starter.
0: Even if he's even if he's not the starter at the beginning of the season, he will definitely no doubt be the starter by the time he faces us in week 15. And
1: by the time he faces us in week 15, he's going to basically have his uh typical first season done. In an NFL. He'll be one game shy of it, but by the time he's at week 15, his rookie seat campaign is practically going to going to be over. I
2: I would not be surprised if he puts up me- mediocre Numbers. I think just not not because of him, but because of his supporting cast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: the
0: it's a good
1: team. Room, it's it's a good all, team. It's an all right team. Allen Robinson's a top level receiver. <laughs> okay, Adam Rank. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, David Montgomery is a very capable running back. No, he is. He is.
2: Mm-hmm. I I might count this one. I think we got this one.
1: All I right. Think, I, think I we'll love get, to hear it. I think we'll get this one. I do agree with Mikey. I think we're going to split the series with the Bears. But I think. We're going to take it at Soldier Field. I do believe we'll take it at Soldier Field. Really? Yeah. I think it's more likely, like you said, that primetime game. I think we're going to come advantage. I've been seeing it for all. I think Kirk is going to do well against rookie QBs this year. I think he's going to use his veteran uh, his veteran presence and his knowledge to game plan against them and clock manage. And I think this is going to be a great year. I think this is going to be the best year for Kirk as our like front man. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do. And I'm excited for this Bears game at Soldier Field on Monday. I think it's a very winnable game.
2: I think it's. I think we got it. I think pr- primetime Kirk is going to be pissed off about uh, the um, the other, th- what was it, the Thursday night against the Steelers. He's mm-hmm. going to be mad about that. You yeah. know, we got two primetimes right in a row.
1: And that's a, wait, so we play Thursday? And it's a short week. No, it's yeah. a long week. I'm pretty sure. That would be brutal to a team to, put them on a Thursday, and then have them play the next Monday. Like, oh, my goodness. I think
0: that almost happened to a team last year just because of all the schedule changes. I feel like it may have been the Steelers because I yeah. don't remember their games were being moved all over due oh, to COVID. Man. Yeah, they were.
1: 11-0. and 0. Well, Week 15, I think we're going to take that one.
0: And... I, I love the optimism. I do.
1: All right, this Rams defense. They're going to beat us.
0: Yep, Sunday, week 16 December 26th at Uh,
1: home. They're gonna, they are gonna, I think this is gonna be Matthew Stafford. Any game he gets against the North this year, he is gonna unload. He actually has a team now that can compete. I, this is the best receiving room he's ever had. This is the best defense he's ever had. This is the best coach he's ever had. This is probably the best offensive line he's ever had. Matthew Stafford... You forgot You forgot defense. This is the best not the defense. This is the best defense he's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Matthew Stafford, this is the best chance he's ever had to beat the North teams. Um, see, I think we're going to bully him. I think we're going to bully him.
2: I will, maybe they win, but I think we also get six sacks on him.
0: I can see it.
1: I I really... I really think he's going to just dominate us this game. I I don't think it's going to be pretty. I think this is going to be a game that we look bad on. I think this is going to be a game we throw a lot of interceptions on. I just – I don't think we'll be able to get anything moving. No, and I think this is going to – the team, they're going to neutralize us.
0: Right. I mean, I think there's a chance that our defense is able to, like, come in, you know, and bully staff. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. That's all. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. And I think we lose. I
2: have us sitting at eight, uh, six and one.
0: Ooh, weird. Really? So you call a tie? I think we're tying. Wow, no, and I I like your thinking on that. Can you go deeper? (laughs) No. (laughs) I guess not. I mean, there's not really much we can do. No, but I
2: just, I I don't know. I think we're going to bully him. I think we know Stafford. We know his mind. I I think Zimmer's the defense. I just, I, ugh.
0: I'm sick I, of hearing, oh, healthy Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I mean. Is he, though? He's aging.
1: He's, he's aging. aging. He's he aging. is
0: aging. And you know what? Like you said, this is the best team that he's ever had. Today, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that that was all
1: he needed. Yeah, I think this is going to be his, I really, I don't know if he's going to win it all, but I think this is going to be his, one of his best seasons. I think this is the team. Maybe playoffs. Oh, yeah, I think we'll get to playoffs. I think the Rams, it's going to be, in my opinion, it's Rams or Cardinals taking that division. Um, I think Seattle is going to fall. I think their defense isn't as good as what it once was. And I think uh, the two best teams are the Cardinals and the Rams. and It's going to come down to which offense can you go farther?
2: I would say the exact same thing, but I would replace the Rams with the uh,
1: 49ers. No, I don't think – I think rookie QB – I think Trey Lance goes wild card. You think Trey Lance there. is going to jump above Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson? No, I think
2: uh, I think Cardinals are going to be, you know, up there. They're going to have a Bills level season where they're going to be, you know, thirteen and four. And I'm glad we face just week two. offensive
1: juggernauts. Yeah, I'm, yeah absolutely. I'm I glad think, we face them week two because I think we're going to catch them jumping back to week two. I think we're going to catch them before they turn everything on.
0: Or maybe everybody
1: in that division just goes ten and.
0: Seven. They become yeah. the new uh, NFC East. Yeah. I mean,
1: Wouldn't that be. It's a tough division. It's my opinion. It's wow. the toughest division right now in the entire NFL. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no one. Right in the after it, it's the um, Browns, Steelers, Raiders. The AFC North, which yeah. Which is another really tough division.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which and we face that, that division as well. entire division, yeah. So makes sense. We have, what, fifth hardest schedule yeah. in all the football and this plus year? Plus our
1: own division, which the NFC North is. Consistently been one of the hardest divisions. Yeah, they call it the Black and Blue Division. All right, so these last two weeks here, we got us in Green Bay, which I think we're gonna win. I do you think we're gonna win this one? Green uh, Bay is at Green Bay. You think we're gonna? We won win? it last year. Oh,
0: barely,
1: barely. Doesn't not barely. Know. It was Dalvin Cook had four touchdowns. We won it last year, and they had their. They had the MVP. We don't even know if the MVP is playing now for them. I if. Aaron Rodgers does not play for the Packers, they'll be lucky to get more than six wins. If, the, <laughs> if he doesn't play for the Packers, you're going to trust Aaron Jones? I'm going to trust
0: Aaron Jones in a pretty good defense. Aaron
1: Jones only. You
0: in Aaron Jones for the next five years? Because that's what you're looking at. The only at. reason
1: Aaron, their run game works is because they have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and they're just going to be like, fake a couple, run a couple pass plays, and then they're going to pull off the line and then they just run it up the Mm. gut with one of their beefy running backs. But if you just have that running back... Okay, so
0: what I'd like to say about this game is recently some of you may have heard about the comments that one Adam Thielen made about Lambeau Field. (laughs) Playing at Lambeau. He said it's not even really that nice. It's just, you know, it's like bleacher bleacher seats. (laughs) Yeah, just destroyed the entire fan base.
1: It's historical. I'll give him that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know... I don't know if he thought this whole comment was going to blow up the way it did. Probably not. But I think the Packers might be mad. And again, I'm still assuming that Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback at this point. Yes. I don't think so. And I have to assume that because we haven't seen you anything different yet. Yeah. You know? So, and since I had the Vikings winning at home, I got to have them losing here. And I think, we're eight, I think this seven, is a revenge and launch, game. I think eight, seven, seven, and one after this We're week. winning
1: this one. Mm. We're winning this. I, I love. Do you really it. think we're going to be at twelve and four? Yeah. And then, do. do you think we just rest everybody at Chicago? Yeah, we're going to lose because we rest everybody. Yeah, we're gonna. I think most teams in this last game aren't going to play people. They're just going to rest it. I know we're adding an extra game, but if you're the a, playoff teams are going to rest yeah, everybody. Yeah, if you're smart, yeah. if you're a smart coach or front office, you would do that. You wouldn't throw away your playoff chance. And I think the Vikings. With how bad our division is, especially if Aaron Rodgers does not play, I think we're going to clinch a playoff spot before this. I would be sub- probably we,
2: like after the Rams game, one of the, yeah. If yeah.
1: we can clinch the playoffs by the Rams game, we don't start any main starter for the next two weeks. You give them a break.
0: Don't forget, this is Sunday night football. It's scheduled to be Sunday night football for now. Yeah. And again, if you know if we've already clinched spots and there's no chance to move up in seeding, which I'm not accounting for at this point, but I've still got us losing this one. Any final thoughts on this game?
1: Are we on Packers? Yes, this is uh, week 17 at the Packers. If we play, we're going to win. I think if we play um, hard, we're going to win. If not, like we, st- I think I think in these last two weeks, they could be Calamon games. I Maybe. really think they're going to be like, okay, let's throw you in if and see what that, you do.
2: If we're in that playoff spot. I, I think we can. I think we're going to be these last two weeks are gonna be us struggling above water. I I think we after this Packers game we're eight, seven and one and we are hoping for a uh Green Bay loss against the Lions in week
0: eighteen to mm-hmm. get us uh into the playoffs. Do you
1: Using Packer that was shot for the playoffs.
0: I'm
2: assuming <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is playing. Yeah.
0: Alright, and this is now this'll just bring us to week eighteen, Sunday at noon. We love it. It's a home game against the Bears. I've got us winning. There's no reason why we're not. I, I think especially winning, if but... this division is going to be between the Vikings and the Bears, there's no reason why we're not starting everybody. All right, so to recap, what are your guys' final record predictions? And, Carrie, we will start with you.
2: Okay, so I think this is worst-case scenario. Um, I think we end somewhere at, like, 9-7-1, uh, and one. Maybe like a 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, somewhere in there, like close to 500 without and being 500. And that
0: doesn't seem like a playoff record at this point.
2: No, I do think that, like I said, week 16, week 17, especially Chicago. In week 17, uh, Green Bay is playing the Lions. There's going to be, my prediction is that there's going to be some sort of like, we're hoping for a Green Bay loss in order to propel ourselves in. It's going to be one of those where Green Bay is maybe also at, I don't know, I also think that our our recipe for disaster is not even in the division. I think it's all of these games in the NFC West. I think those are really going to decide how the NFC North does against the NFC West is going to des- decide who wins the NFC North. And also, what happens within the NFC West is going to decide at who... Because we are the next best division, you know... Maybe one team from the NFC South gets in, like the Saints, or one of those teams. One of those teams, two or three of the teams in the NFC West, maybe one team from the NFC East, and then we're, one of these teams from the NFC North is going to be struggling for that last spot. And mm. I don't know if the Vikes are going to make it, but this, again, this 9-7-1 is the worst-case scenario. I think possibly we do maybe go Austin's record. Austin, what do you... What do you...
1: I think... And I kind of went with maybe the best-case scenario. Um, I think we're going to go either 11-6, 12-5. I think Uh, that's
2: definitely possible.
1: What I look at is it's hard to compare from last season because our team was such a shadow of its former self. But I'm going to go back to two years ago from what was the 2019-2020 season. Do you guys remember how many games we lost at home? When we had our defense, that is what we're hoping to be this year again. Do you remember how many games we lost at home? It was not a lot. It was one. And it was because we didn't start, like, our starters in the last week. And that was with our defense that a lot of the guys are coming back to now. So I think the Vikings are going to go back to that 2019-2020 season where we dominate at home. We're going to dominate at home. And I, I do agree. I think a lot of our toughest matchups are at home which make me happy to say when you look at we face seattle the browns pittsburgh rams cowboys we face all those teams at home those are teams where we were talking throughout this this podcast saying these are the teams i'm worried about we get home field advantage on them that's huge and if we can play at that level that we did in 2019 2020 which i think we probably are going to because we have daniel hunter michael pierce back that big defensive line we're going to stop the run we improved some of our cornerbacks we got Patrick Patterson so I'm hoping we're going to jump back to that former Vikings and dominate at home now the other thing why I think we're going to do well is that middle chunk of our season so take away the first four games and then take away the last three now we got Lions Panthers Cowboys Ravens Chargers 49ers and Lions those aren't hard teams Aaron Rodgers probably might not be playing. Dak Prescott coming off of a compound injury. And you got Lamar Jackson. When you put
0: it that way, it makes it seem a little bit more No, it makes it
1: a little more obtainable. Now, the first four weeks are—the first four games, besides the Bengals, are definitely our hardest stretch of games. And we get to face them at the beginning of the season. So we're hoping that we're going to hit them with rust. I mean, we can't do any worse than we did last—at the start of last season. We can't really do any worse than that. I can only assume we're going to do better, and I can guarantee you the Vikings are going to be game planning to not start last se- this season like we did last season. So I think we're going to start off with a vengeance. We get preseason, which is something we hugely need. Our offense stayed pretty consistent. We only added offensive linemen, so there's not that much that's going to change, and what is going to change is going to change for the better. So I have a hard time saying we're not going to start off fast or at least 500 if we can, like Harry said, if we can start off the first four games at 500, the next four games, well, the next, yeah, the next three games, including the bye, are pretty easy games to pick up and win. So I have a feeling that by the time we get to week nine, we're going to be well over a 500 record. And I think that's just going to help us coast through the rest of the season.
2: What do you got, Mike?
0: Yeah, I got a set. Our final record is 11-6. and six, And I think with a 17-game season, I think that will be good enough to make the playoffs. I don't know how high of a seeding it's going to be, but... You know, this is kind of a liberal to medium liberal estimate of our wins, you know. I think there's a lot that could go either way and we didn't all agree on a lot of these same matchups, clearly. I mean, Austin and I we had pretty similar schedules. You were 12 and 5, I went 11 and 6. And like I said before, different paths, you know, basically a, a similar destination. But you're right. I I really like that we have these kind of hard matchups early on. I like that we have a good winnable game week one to get up our confidence because we did not have that last year. And that week one is a tone setter and it set the tone last year. It wasn't pretty, not happy about it. Hoping that this can be a little bit better than that. Um, yeah, overall, that's what I've got. That is my thing. Austin, what do you got?
1: I got one more thing to say, um, kind of a fun fact that I just popped up now. To the exception of week five all of our division games happen week 11 through week 18 so that's one two three four five six seven eight that's eight games which five of are divisional so this division is not getting decided until the end of the season oh yeah so if we like i said my prediction is we start off hot get as many wins as you can in that first 10 weeks we can get over 500 I can guarantee you the Lions aren't going to be over five hundred by week eleven. If Green Bay doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to be over five hundred by week eleven. It's a big if That's if they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Let, let's. I just before we go, let's let's look at the Packers schedule. Let's just. We're not going to go do a breakdown, but I'll no. read it through for you. <laughs> let's see what the Packers have to face potentially without Aaron Rodgers next year, or with Blake Bortles. You really think that Jordan Love's going to be third string again? Okay. Oh, man. What a... I hate this. Saints, Lions, 49ers, Steelers, Bengals, Bears, Washington, Cardinals, Chiefs, Seahawks, Vikings, LA, Bears, Rams, Browns, Vikings, Lions. Their end of the season is hard. They literally... They have, same as us, they have a bunch of divisional games at the end of their season. Plus, they have to face the Browns, the Ravens, the Rams, Seahawks, and the Chiefs, and the Cardinals. Like, right there, those are all teams that I think could easily beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, or could potentially beat the Packers with Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, they could improve. Just with the fact of Aaron Rodgers leaving this division, it could get so much better.
2: Life would be so, so nice.
1: Wouldn't it be nice?
2: The grass would be greener. Yeah. The skies would be clearer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Also, Minnesota, we're a roller coaster team. We're in the playoffs. We're out of the playoffs. Yep. We missed the playoffs last year.
0: We're back, baby! We're back. We've been in every other year kind of a team for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what, like, that's it's better than a lot of teams, I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Better than, you know, having these long droughts. At least we're... Detour- we're con- <coughs> yeah, Okay, yeah, we're consistently inconsistent, and that's... It's
1: not the worst thing you can be. I, I predict, my final prediction on the division as a whole, I think Vikings will finish first. Mm. I know that's biased, but I do believe that. Bears will come in second. I think there'll be about 2 or 3 games behind us and then I think the Packers and the Lions are both going to be below 500.
0: They both finish O and 17. Oh,
1: <laughs> what well, couldn't happen. It would yeah, no, best no. case scenario would be like what O 15 and 2. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, Vikings 17 and O. And the final prediction.
2: <sighs> well, as they say, this is our year.
0: Absolutely, it is. All right. Before we wrap up here, I've just got one more question for you guys, and I'm going to ask it to both of you. And I'm going to start with Carrie's answer. Um, are there any non-Vikings games on this schedule that you are really looking forward to this year?
2: I, for me, it's the it's the season opener. We got fans in the stadiums. It's Tom Brady versus the now healed Dak Prescott week 1 Bucks and Cowboys. I am so excited to watch that game. I don't even care who wins. I just want to see a good game of football and it's going to be entertaining. I would not be surprised if it's the most viewed game of the entire season besides yeah. the Super Bowl obviously, but my god, what a what a game to kick it off.
0: Yeah, that'll be a cool opener. I hope and you know, I hope that Dallas can go back to being, you know, somewhat relevant now that Dak is back. And, you know, I, I, that's coming from somebody. Dallas is not America's team. That is coming from me. But I hope that it's at least a good game, you know?
2: Mikey, you're going to get canceled by all the Cowboys
0: fans. <laughs>
1: Cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> Austin? Uh, yeah, I think uh, the game I'm really looking forward to is, uh, it's actually after Christmas Day. It's... uh. December 26th, we get the New York Jets against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The number
0: one pick
1: versus the number two pick. Yeah, Battle of the Losers.
0: Isn't that (laughs) one in London? Is it it in London? That one's in London, yeah. Yeah,
1: okay, I didn't know that. I was actually just saying this as a joke. I just wanted to pick the two worst teams and see if they were facing (laughs) each other. But no, uh, that's actually kick-ass. I'm sorry. But, uh... No, I think the game I'm really looking forward to is probably Chiefs against Packers. If Aaron Rodgers plays. I want the State Farm game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, State Farm Bowl. I love it. Um, There's a few games I'm looking forward to. Um, Brady is returning to New England in week four. So that'll be interesting. Who cares? No, no, no. There's something kind of really cool about this game, though. Um, It's Apparently it's projected... Uh, with uh, Brady's, you know, average yards per game last year, it is projected that he will pass Drew Brees on the all-time passing yards record during that game. During that game in New England.
1: Thank God.
0: Yeah, agreed. Thank God. There's a few other games that I think are cool. Um, Rams-Lions Week 7. That'll just be interesting to see that switch. Yep, that'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah, it should be... Yeah, just... Fun, to say the least. Um,
2: and really fun to say the most.
0: Yeah, to say the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll feel like we're kind of in a in an alternate world here. Um,
1: Any other big games coming on
0: that year? Packers-Saints is a fun one that I'm looking forward to. Because to me, that's a win-win. Yeah. I get to see the Packers lose or the Saints lose. Mm-hmm. And if I could think of it like mm-hmm. that, then I will be happy no matter the outcome.
2: Yeah, that's that's. Cute. So, do you guys want to see Jameis Winston absolutely fail this season, or do you want to see him carry the Saints to you know a
1: wild card game?
0: I like no, I hate the Saints. <laughs> no, bring him to the same. wild card game, and then we can. It'll be our springboard to keep. Yeah, yeah. As long I love as it. If
1: the Vikings get to beat them and knock them out of the playoffs, I'm happy. But
0: if it means yes, if it means the Vikings get to go on, then yeah, I mean. I'll give it to Jameis Winston. He's he's he throws a lot of touchdowns. He got
2: his eyes he got his eyes fixed, you know. No, I no. think this might be his year. It could be. He's been training with Jake Laser at Jake Laser's Hollywood gym thing.
1: Oh wow. You know. I mean we also got Bills against Chiefs. That should be another really just offensive heavy game. Mm-hmm. Dude, we do so many good
2: games this season. Stadiums are back. This is this is gonna be the NFL's best season yet.
1: Yeah. Do the Chiefs face the Ravens at all? Yes, they do. Yeah. It's always they a good s- game.
0: No, yeah. that's gonna be that. That may be game of the year, game of the season.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, do we get a Browns Chiefs rematch? If we got a Browns Chiefs rematch, that would actually be great because you know that's gonna be a heavy hitting game, especially with how their playoff game ended with that. Uh, well, not ended, but with that fumble call in the end zone. Oh. So you know it's gonna just be a heavy hitting game. Yeah, mm. week two. Yeah, that's gonna be another really good game.
0: Um, no, it's gonna be a really, really fun season.
1: Yeah, I think it's really gonna be a really fun season. I think it's gonna be really good. Uh, hopefully, really good for the Vikings. Mm. We all hope.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm ready to ready to actually watch some football instead of just mindlessly playing Madden.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean-, I mean, Rick Spielman said, you know, there may be another wave of free agency that mm-hmm. we're gonna be hopping on, so. As more updates and stuff come out, we'll be back. So for now, that's gonna do it for this is our year. Thank you everybody for listening. You can find the podcast on Twitter at t i o y Vikings. Austin, where do they find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, At Austin Southers underscore. Like we said, don't forget that underscore. (laughs) I've actually got a few followers already. I think from the podcast. I don't know if you guys saw that, but. I've had a few people already follow me and they kinda and when I popped up on their Facebook pages, they were pretty big Vikings fans, so Oh that's right. Aren't you changed are are you gonna go through
2: that uh kind of name change to Austin the Wise since you uh <laughs> predicted so many things in the
1: draft? Yeah, yeah, I could, I could. Austin the wise, I love it. I did, I got the first right the first round pick right. Um we didn't get a wide out three. We've, I, mean, I mean we got debatable.
0: Amir Smith Marset
1: Yes, I mean, and I mean it, it, so we didn't get a first round one. We're
0: apparently
2: targeting uh, D. D. Westbrook, formerly the Jaguars. That's mm. a. That's I did see that one. That would be
1: nice. That would be nice.
0: Yeah, heard about Julio Jones, but I don't know why we would ever do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Campel. I don't think we have the room for that.
0: No, Carrie, where do they find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, at the real
2: Karens. C A R R A N C.
0: Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Mikey Kalpakoff. M I K E Y K A L P A K O F F. Anyway, that's going to do it for us this week, and we will see you next time. Thank you very much.